There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Did you hear that the, the ad agency that's doing those dude wipe ads is out of Cincinnati? Really? Speaking did. of Taylor. Oh, that's very cool. That's great. Jen was saying just yesterday, man, I bet it's really fun to be in those meetings at the agency. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to help write commercials for that. No, it's, it's a yes. Cincinnati-based agency, a creative marketing agency uh, known as Curiosity. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. Uh-huh. Well, job well done. Those are great. Yeah, in case you don't know what we're talking about, we had a story yesterday about these billboards uh, that are being put up all around the Las Vegas area for dude wipes. Uh, <laughs> dude wipes is a butt wipe brand <laughs> meant to appeal to guys who have not yet discovered a washcloth. <laughs> the cheeky ads feature lyrics from Taylor Swift, Kelsey's girlfriend, including... If you're living in the tortured TP department, welcome to the wet wiping era. And it's me. Hi, I'm the solution. It's me, not TP. <laughs> uh, Curiosity posted an ad about it on their Instagram saying, who comes up with this? Ish. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we love a clean tight end too, reads another slogan. <laughs> so all super clever and there's a good chance taylor swift will see the ads herself because she is expected to attend the big game at least part of it despite the 17 hour time difference between the two cities she can do it if let's anybody see. can let's see what time is it at 6 53 a.m eastern here in the u.s Currently in Tokyo, it is 8.53 p.m. tonight. They are 14 hours ahead of us. Mm. So it's already Friday night. People are already half in the bag at this point. <laughs> in They're Tokyo. having a good time in Tokyo yeah. right now. I was telling Tim this morning, I was watching the nightly news last night with Lester Holt, and they did an entire segment about the Taylor Swift impact on the NFL and just economies in gen in general, but they went to Tokyo and they have all of these young girls in Tokyo. Oh wearing, my God. Wearing Travis Kelsey jerseys. Yes. And they go to them and they're, and they all yell, go Kansas city. Like they're all rooting <laughs> for the Chiefs. Go Travis. Yeah. They were all yelling for Travis. It was so funny. And I'm like, how fun, how cute is that? Yeah. It is funny. And they're wearing like chiefs gear they the whole are, nine. And yeah. it's crazy. Uh -huh. That's funny. They're so excited.
Wow. Yeah, there was also a, a breaking news segment that happened after our show yesterday that came down from TMZ. That was Taylor Swift had a stage mishap mm. and I pulled it open in here and Jeff's like, what's going on? You know, we're thinking, oh, I mean, she's, hurt. she's hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, our heart stopped for yeah. just a moment. Yeah. And, and she essentially almost <laughs> fell out of her chair. Really, dude? <laughs> and I said to Jeff, this, this warrants a push notification. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, I guess, took like a wrong step and her, half of her butt was hanging off the stool. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's funny. Like, what? Well, I did tell you, Kansas City Public Schools, they've canceled schools for, what is it, Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever they plan to have their victory parade? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The game they haven't plan. played yet? Mm-hmm. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You might want to bring a poop bag. It is Friday, the 9th of February of 2024. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Yes, uh, the Super Bowl is Sunday, in case you've been sleeping under a rock. And as you're well aware by now, whether you're into it or not, here are some random related stupidity items that are making the rounds online. New report says that Americans will spend an average of $189 on the Super Bowl, which is up a lot from an average of $124 last year. But more importantly, that's also $25 more than the average American plans to spend on Valentine's Day. Yep. Mm-hmm. See where our priorities are, people. Of course, that does cover all adults, not just men. But you know the takeaway there is men drop more money on the Super Bowl than on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not all that shocking. Yeah, I don't get Google Trends. They put out a list of the most searched Super Bowl recipes. How does How is shrimp scampi number one? I like know. shrimp scampi. That's yeah, but weird. that doesn't say Super Bowl food. Not to me. When you think about Super Bowl food, you would think, you know, chicken wings. Yeah, chicken wings isn't even on here. Huh? Not well, in the top 10 anyway. Dip. I mean, is dip on there? Any kind of dip? No, it's shrimp scampi followed by chili. Okay. Followed by meatloaf. What? <laughs> Are you? Is that what is happening? Meatballs. Meatball <laughs> meatballs is <laughs> behind meatloaf. Okay. Then sliders. Then sloppy joes. <laughs> then goulash. Pizza dough. Alfredo sauce and cheesecake. I don't understand these people. Uh, yeah. I don't either. 
Where where That's are these a trends lot of sense coming from? This is bizarro. Google Trends, I don't know. That's uh, what they searched. Super Bowl recipe. Okay. And that's what they came up with. Okay. Well, they also put out a list of the most searched Super Bowl drinks and their cocktails. Well, that's yeah. because Taylor's coming. Taylor Swift is going to be there. That's why we're eat, drinking cocktails. Oh, is that why? Yes. We're going to have a big female presence this year, so we need our bougie cocktails. Yeah, a Manhattan was number one. Huh. Interesting. Followed by Shirley Temple. Ah. That's for the kids. We got to keep the kids. the kids. Followed by Sidecar. Gosh. Which, you know, I guess is, well, I guess that that's kind of universal, both men and women. Like yeah. a good sidecar martini. Ah. Sex on the Beach. What? Roy Rogers. <laughs> screwdriver. Grasshopper. Painkiller. Cosmopolitan. And what's a John Daly? Oh, that's where you no mix idea. the. Um, isn't that so? It's kind of like the Arnold. You mix Palmer, lemonade and but I, but I think iced you tea? use whiskey instead or oh, something like that. That makes sense. That's why it's called the John Daly. Okay. Uh, but I was pulling up so the cocktail that um, Taylor Swift is known to drink is the French Blonde. So they call this the Taylor Swift cocktail, and it's Lilit Blanc. Grapefruit juice, dried gin, elderflower liqueur, and lemon bitters. Huh. And that's the drink that we're hearing that... Um, Sounds like a lot of sugar. Yes. So the John Daly cocktail line, Jeff, looks like it's a pre-mixed vodka cocktail kind of series. Oh. One of those things that you get in the um, can. Right. I drank so many Shirley Temples when I was a kid. I'm sure that influenced my cocktail choices as an adult. <laughs> I have no doubt... I mean, I'm going to get you a bottle of grenadine for your birthday. <laughs> exactly. And those cherries. Lots <laughs> of cherries. Yeah. God. We did think we were so fancy, though. When my parents would take us to the bowling alley, my parents were both on a uh, bowling league. Uh-huh. And on Friday nights, we would go to Lookout Bowl, which is no longer there. It was in Fort Wright, close to Covington, where we lived. Mm-hmm. And they would give us just enough money that we could go up and we could buy a Shirley Temple. And that mm. was a treat. Oh, because it, it was so fun to get the tiny little straw. Yes. And I mean, to drink it out of that teeny tiny yeah. little that just was. And we got to go to the bar, which oh, yeah. kids are were not supposed to be doing. Yeah. So we got to go to the bar and order our own drink, and we thought we were fancy. Yep. Isn't that funny? So when you get a Shirley Temple and there's a cherry in it, you know how it's like a red cherry? Yeah. The maraschino. Here comes a stupid question. Yeah. Is, <laughs> Here is it comes. that. Like, how do they get them that red? That's not what cherry. Like, I've seen red, cherries at the red produce section. Is how they get them that. Red. So they're yeah. colored. They're not naturally. They have red. to be oh. maraschino cherries. Yeah, yeah, because you get cherries at a grocery store. The That's produce not section. What they look like right. Right. not even close. I know. Well, they're mar- I don't know. Are maraschino cherries a different? Well, I just I pulled know. it up in their modern well, form. Asking. The cherries are first preserved in a brine solution, and then soaked in food coloring. Common red Ugh. food dye is FD&C Red 40. Oh, there you then go. Then they add right. sugar, syrup, and other components. That from Wikipedia, so take it for what it's worth. Because okay. I was going to give Jen her Rose's Grenadine, and uh, that's the syrup, and then I was going to get her the fancy Luxardo cherries <gasps> that they put in the oh, Manhattans or Old Fashions, but they're I mean. darker. Well, yes. think about it too. Here's another love of my life is chocolate covered cherries. 
And those are bright red, too. Do you miss Jack? I do miss Jack. But my he used my, to give everybody chocolate covered cherries. I always got a box for Christmas for my parents. Is it or Queen, Santa Claus? Queen Anne, Queen Anne, one of the cherries. other ones. Yeah, Santa Claus would usually bring me the Queen Anne. Some, and if Santa forgot, then Mom hooked me up. That's what I get. My mom is the yeah, Queen, Queen, the Anne. Queen Anne. Yeah, I got to settle for Jenny's turtles. And I could go, I could go through a box of those in a day. <laughs> Jenny's turtles, so are easy. Where it's at, though, we ain't gonna lie about that. Oh God, the yeah. turtles. Yeah, I'm telling you, Grandpa's cheese barn. If you are driving to Cleveland. <laughs> Uh, you have got to stop. She at knows Grandpa's. all the roadside stops. Grandpa's cheese. Well, I've driven by every time I've driven that route. I've seen Grandpa's cheese barn, and I'm like, I want to know what the hell is going on inside a cheese barn, especially if a grandpa's in charge of it. Turns right? Out right. They got really good fun. Turns out, <laughs> turns out they've got a little side barn that is sweets, and I think it's just called Sweeties. Sweeties something barn, and oh my god, the fudge, and they've got. Oh, it's all so freaking good. It's easy to spend 30 seconds and spend $100 on candy. Yeah, no doubt. It is nuts. Uh, Earlier this week, we heard that a quarter of Americans are betting on the Super Bowl. A separate poll shows that men are a lot more likely to bet than women. And the Midwest region, where we live, Mm -hmm. is least likely to bet. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm at these parties. All those guys are doing are pulling up their sports apps. Really? Oh, yeah. They're like, what do you got? Oh, I need Jamar for five, and I need a rushing touchdown from blah, 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 and I need da, 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 da. Yeah, so yesterday we were talking about, you know, those so-called prop bets. Oh, yeah. And Super Bowl prop bets tend to vary, like what you can bet on varies state to state. Yep. And it depends on the sports betting app you have. Yep. Um, and I guess like on FanDuel, for example, you can bet on the coin toss in Indiana, but not in Ohio or Kentucky. Hmm. You can't bet on the Gatorade color in Ohio, Indiana, or Kentucky on FanDuel. But you can bet for the MVP in Ohio, Indiana, and Kentucky. Hmm. Okay. Uh, other novelty prop bets, such as those relating to Taylor Swift or the halftime show, are not available in any of the U.S. states. Really? Well, that's because most of those are are usually offshore offshore betting beds. sites. Yeah. So they caution people to be super careful about putting your money in there. Yeah. Because even if you win, it doesn't mean they got to pay you. Yeah, you may not see it. Ah. Uh. It's also a young people's thing. 48% of Gen Zers say they're not putting any money on the game compared to, compared to a whopping 94% of boomers. Yes. Let's not get hooked on gambling. No. I agree. There's just too much out there to get us into trouble. Heck yeah. In a poll last year, 14% of Americans admitted they have zero understanding of football. <laughs> I, I tell you, I have a couple of friends and it is hilarious. Like when the Bengals were really on fire two years ago and I had a friend staying with me uh, over the weekend when they had a playoff game and I am on the, you know, I'm on the couch on the edge of my seat, you know, screaming and getting all kinds of excited. And she's kind of sitting next to me and she's like, okay, so what does first down mean? <laughs> 
And I'm like, honey, how did you? How take do you the not know that? Explain? I you did explain. I did because I love her dearly. So I was okay, good. patient. But it just sports was such a huge part of my life growing up that it's hard for me to imagine people not knowing, knowing. anything. Oh yeah, no. I didn't. Right. You ne- did you never go to games or watch games or anything when you were a kid? Your stepdad was he into sports? Was mm. it on in your house? No, not really. No. I my parents always had it on. They were always sports fans, but I never really started really really liking football until I started going to the Bengals games. You know, when I was a part of the atmosphere and enjoyed it when I, you know, was in college and we would go to like college football games and we would go to Bengals football games. That to me was always really, really fun. Yeah, that was big for us. We lived about two hours away from the University of Illinois Mm -hmm. and from a real small town. So that was like the biggest, that was the closest big school to us. And we had season tickets for football and basketball. Oh, nice. So we would, it would be an all day thing because we'd spend four hours driving there and back. But it was just huge and just felt larger than life because, you know, college football games yeah. with the band and the cheerleaders and the mascots. It just, it was, was fun. It was crazy. The tailgating was just crazy and, and great. So it was ingrained in me from like, the age of five. When you talk about your childhood, I feel like you and I grew up on different planets. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did. I, we did. You did grow up. For on all intents yeah. and yeah. purposes, we totally yeah. did. I grew up city. in an East Coast city. She yeah. grew up, in you know, country. in a rural Midwest. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Could not be two more different worlds. I know. And our parents couldn't have been any more different. And when you, t- when you talk about just how your life was at home versus... The way mine was oh, and yeah. what our parents were interested in and their belief totally. systems and uh, how they raised us. Uh, how we wound up together, I'll never understand. <laughs> Thank you, Tampa. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, we just, we gravitated toward each other immediately. Like we yeah. became instant friends on the very first day I started working there. Yeah. Yep. Just a few years. Oh, my God. It's an anniversary. Here this we are. May. Yeah, this May will be 30 year, 30 year friendship right here, people. Uh-huh. I know. Isn't that crazy? He was talking about that last week when you called in sick and he was like, Jen likes to brag that she's my longest term relationship. <laughs> and I was like, well, she well, is. Well, she is. Yeah. Stop bragging. It's called facts, buddy. Yeah. Uh. Believe it or not, there are some people I've known longer than Jen. That is true. But you don't talk to him every day. That's, That's true. true. I don't, don't I mean, talk to him every day. I mean, you guys talk every day, but at least five days a week. Damn near. I know. I've got some friends who I don't talk to for like 20 years, and yeah. then I see them. <laughs> it's like riding a bike. Yeah. And just pick up from where we left off. He doesn't need to talk every day. Not every day. <laughs> but, dude, those are the best friends. Yeah. Yes. They really, really yeah. are. Agreed. They get that you got a total different life going on, but when you're back together, they just love you still for who you are. Totally. It is the best. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love going to high school reunions. I know a lot of people just hate them. But I love those people that I grew up with and I love hanging out with them and just I it's just so funny because I feel like even though we have not been around each other in a very long time, that they still know me better than a lot of people that are in my life today because they have 
the background. They were there my formative years when I became the the root person of who I am today. They knew my parents. They knew how I lived. They they were there for all of those big experiences. They witnessed the cause. Yes, of today's facts. <laughs> so they're. Not I know surprised. what caused oh that. Nothing I do today surprises them. <laughs> Nothing I do today surprises them. Not even this job. Any of it. No. Not the job. <laughs> not the way that I parent. Not any of it. The things that I do with my days. None of it shocks them. See, I've never had a high school reunion. Your oh, your class doesn't do one. reunions? Ne- we have never had a high school reunion. And, That's weird. And I grew up in Covington, Kentucky, and went to Holmes, and our class has never had a reunion. Now, isn't it up to your class officers to plan that yeah, and make it and happen? I, and I don't think Brian, who was our president, he still lives locally, but like somebody else, Ben lives in Colorado, all these people. And I'm like, we just have never had a high school reunion. And I'm wondering, like, before I felt like the reason why we didn't do it was because we would always see each other in Covington when we would yeah. go out in Main Strauss. But now that we're older and we all have like kids and stuff, we... Probably. Reach out to him and tell him to get on it. We connect online, but I don't think like anyone ever really does anything. I think you should. But it would be interesting to see what people had to say about each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I never thought she would be in radio or I never thought you would move to Hawaii or whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. Well, most of the people that I went to high school with didn't stay in the Boston area. Like they, they all kind of scattered. So they're living all over the country. In fact, the majority of my friends, like my inner circle friends... Most of them live in Northern California. And oh. the crazy thing is, none of them hang out. Oh, so they all yeah. know each other, but they don't hang out? Right. Now, having said that... Is that because they're all different, or is it just because... I, I guess they've just moved on with their life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're all still connected on Facebook. We might like each other's stuff on Facebook, so it's 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 not like those friendships have been cut off. Yeah. I guess for whatever reason, you know, they got their own thing going on. They don't socialize. They, my buddy Mark, who was actually my first friend when I transferred into that school, is the one who organizes the reunion every. He does it every year, and he does it around Thanksgiving because that's when everyone's in town. Mark is still there, mm-hmm. um, but he he does it on Thanksgiving because. Everybody comes back. Every, a lot of people do come back to see their parents or their family, so he figures that's the best time to get everyone. But it's pretty small. It's informal. And he bitches about it every year. Like, he puts about himself... Yes. <laughs> you know, he he chooses to take this on. Yeah. Yet complains about it the whole way. Oh, well, that's at least 50% of the population. Right. You know, they agree to do Maybe stuff and then whine about it. Maybe that's why Brian doesn't want to do it. Maybe he just doesn't want to plan it. Maybe he doesn't want to be like, all He's right, not, we're yeah. all going to meet at the, you know, You're going to have to do place. it. Well, and part of his frustration <laughs> is most people are kind of on the fence. Like, they don't really commit to it to the last minute. And so he never he can never get an accurate head count. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of that. And he well, gets annoyed yeah. because, like, people, he won't hear from people. And then at the last minute, he's scrambling because he doesn't think he's going to have enough food yeah. or whatever. Right. Does he do it at like a place or does he yes. just say? It's like a local, he'll pick like one of the local restaurants or whatever and oh, get yeah. a room and. Oh, that's nice. Or like one of those function places. What do they like call reception, them? Yeah. Some yeah. sort of hall. Yeah. Or yeah. He's done that. Yeah. I wish, uh, you know, I wish. <laughs> Every year he threatens he's not going to do it do again. It again. <laughs> right. And he does. Yeah. There he is. I, I have yet to go back to a uh, college homecoming. 
Oh, I just went over the weekend. I, yeah, I mean. That, it was obviously the NKU basketball because, you know, they don't have a football team. But you should totally do it. I have not stepped foot on that campus since a year after I graduated. <gasps> and I, every time it's like when I drive home, it's about an hour out of the way for me to to zip over there. You should And totally every time go. I drive by the exit that would take me there, I'm like, oh, I just want to, I just want to stand in front of Lincoln Hall. I want to see if my the Bar Marty's is still there that we spent oh, ha- yeah. happy hour uh, at 4 o'clock club. They had 4 o'clock club on Friday and we could see the front door of the bar from our door room, from our dorm room and we would sit there and look out to see if the people that we wanted to see the guys that we wanted to see <laughs> had walked into the bar yet because we didn't want to get there before them. So we would wait until they walked in the door and then, and you then, would then like, we would go. That's All right, Let's they're go. in. They're in. <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> Money, keys, oh IDs. Gosh. Let's go. You should totally do it, Jen. Yeah. I'd I mean, be curious to see yeah. how much of that is the same because yeah. if you talk to Kristen, you know, Kristen went to Cornell. Her parents went to Cornell. Her uh-huh. two sisters went to Cornell. Her daughter went to Cornell. Uh, her niece uh, at least one of her nieces has gone to Cornell. So we've spent a lot of time in Ithaca. Yeah. And if we're not there, one of the sisters is there. Like there's constantly someone checking on College Town to see if the bagel place is still open. Yeah. And what we've noticed, at least in that area, is it's constantly changing. There are some things that are the same, but every time a place closes or changes hands, it's like heartbreak. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We had such good times. Yeah. They closed it? Yeah. Aww. Yeah, COVID. Oh. No. Uh, yeah. yeah, see, I would I would be so interested to walk into the original, the very first ever Jimmy John's. Oh, yeah. Was in Charleston, Illinois. You know, Illinois. that's still open. Well, and I wonder what it looks like, because I'll tell you what, it was about a third of the size of this studio. Oh. I mean, you walked they in. They probably bought the whole strip <laughs> mall by now. Oh, yeah, need. I'm like, and it wasn't even a strip mall. It was like this just dungy little building behind a bar, across the street from a bar. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> that I mean, might it was not like be there. nothing. And I just wonder, I wonder <laughs> what, what like. that's like now. And Well, when I went to NK, I went back to NKU just on Sunday because they did their homecoming for the basketball homecoming. And they had this big tailgate party that was full of alumni. And then across from the tailgate tent, they had all of the current uh, current student Greek organizations. And they were dancing and singing. They had a DJ. The dance team came out. The cheer squad came out. And it was really fun because Scott hadn't been back on campus. He also went to NKU, but he uh-huh. hadn't been back on campus in years. And so it was really neat to drive him around and show him and everybody yeah. like all the new changes. And yeah. it was just really, really, really fun. Yeah. I think you should totally do it. Yeah. make, make I it, want to. Make I mean, it it's not like, Jen. I know I need to. Definitely commit. I need to commit. Yes. All right. 752 weather-wise. Mix of sun and clouds today. A little on the windy side. We'll see a high around 63. Uh, Right now, it is a nice, balmy 50 out. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.